Welcome to the Breakfast with Champions podcast, where every day we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration to help you reach your full potential. You can check us out at bwcdaily.com. On this show, we feature celebrity interviews as well as experts and leaders in fields like business, marketing, sales, branding, and mindset. Our goal is to give you a seat at the table to listen in on conversations with some of the most amazing people around the world, people who are doing the things you know you can do and reaching the levels you know you can reach. So get ready to be motivated and inspired and grab your seat at the table for the Breakfast with Champions podcast. And don't forget to check us out at bwcdaily.com. My name is Matt McHale. This week for me is always just a fun week because it's it's the, you know, as the as the song says, you know, there, there's a song for this time of year. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer So for, for me, I, I do celebrate Christmas, but my birthday was yesterday too. So it's always a cool week for me to, uh, to come into this week and celebrate my birthday. Uh, and it looks like Sally Clone, is that, is your birthday today? Is that why the, the balloon is there on you? That's, that's what the balloon means, right? The no, the balloon birthday? is clubhouse anniversary. Oh, clubhouse anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. There you go. Um, but yesterday was my birthday and I got to, you know, celebrate with, with friends and I got to. Watch my Philadelphia Eagles beat the Chicago Bears while also the evil empire known as the Dallas Cowboys lost to uh, our, our beloved uh, coach, Dougie P, that uh, helped us gain a Super Bowl. So I got to see him celebrate a win over the Cowboys. So it was just a, a great day overall for, for, my, for my birthday. So, uh, hey, so Matt. Yes. Go Birds from Rhonda, fellow Eagles fan. There you go. <laughs> go Birds. Absolutely. So Fly, Eagles, I, fly. Fly Eagles fly. Thank you, Monica. I live and die by them every year. So, um, so this is a good year. We're 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 living this year, and and I'm enjoying it. You know, I always and it's funny. I always get very emotional with the games. And a couple weeks ago, I told friends of mine, I'm like, I got to stop watching these games. I get I get too emotional uh, on it. And, and I'm going to talk about that uh, in relation to this. So, so my stream of consciousness. These are things I'm going to talk about in the next uh, 50 minutes or so. Uh, IR theory, wisdom versus knowledge, my Jeep breaking down, uh, the cable that Ramon talked about earlier, communities, discord, mentorship, don't be emotional, uh, how to communicate with people, styles communication, uh, an issue with a client that I was, I was working with uh, that I had to work out this week, uh, Andrew Tate, if you guys are familiar with Andrew Tate, FTX and FBS, if you're familiar with that, uh, and then if you know, time, time being, I'll have some, some tips on mentorship and communities uh, coming up, so um, but speaking of communities, again, if you guys are not part of this, this community, make sure you click on that greenhouse at the top and, and go ahead and, and, and join here in Clubhouse. Uh, there's also BWC Daily, and we, we know uh, BWC Daily is going to be prime. That's being talked about. And, and every time I hear that, now I'm going to play this sound effect because this is what I think of when I hear prime. I am Optimus Prime. So whenever I mention prime, that'll be my little... My little plug there. So, um, but you know, make sure you sign up for that. So, for the upcoming Prime, and that, that's going to be a community uh, that's coming up. And this is one of the topics I wanted to talk about anyway, uh, because there's so many things, especially towards the end of the year, going into the new year, and, and people are talking about these things and talking about you know being parts of community or or different things you can join and uh, different you know courses you can sign up for uh, to be part of that. 
And just like everything else, there's some good things out there. There's some bad things out there. Uh, so I will talk, and I'm going to use Andrew Tate, for those who aren't familiar with him, uh, as an example. And I'm, I took some clips from uh, Lex Friedman's podcast when he was talking to CoffeeZilla, and I'll explain who all those people are when I get to that point. But I took some clips from that so I can go ahead and talk about that. Um, and some of the things I agreed with them and some of the things I didn't agree with them, you know, and, and these are things you need really need to look at if you're going to look to uh, join a community or, or trying to, um, you know, use something to, you know, either get better in your business, get better personally, whatever those, those things are, you need to look at it. Uh, but also you need to look at it from the standpoint of how you are going into it uh, and how you shouldn't go into it. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about that, but, Coming into to today, I saw the room was about understanding the I and identity. And that reminded me of the IR theory uh, that David Sandler taught and, and some other people talked about. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but the IR, the I, I is, is identity and the R is your role. And these are things that, you know, depending on how you feel about your identity, you know, if, if you look at, you know, a scale one to 10 on both of those, you know, one being the worst, 10 being the best. And you have your identity on one side and you have a role on the other side. So your, your identity uh, is who you are, you know, and, and the role is what you do. So, and, and you don't want to confuse those two things and you want to make sure that you're always looking at them as separate and, and, and how that works for you uh, in your everyday life and how that can affect that. You know, I talked before about Sandler, I used his batting average, B-A-T, which is behavior attitude technique. And David Sandler said, you know, most people will let their attitude dictate what that's, what's going to go in. So if you wake up, you know, today's uh, Monday and uh, it's another Monday and it's dreary and blah, blah, blah. And you don't feel like oh, this is going to be a rough day or whatever it is. That attitude can now affect your behavior where it shouldn't. Your behavior should drive all those things. So you should already have laid out, hey, these are the things I'm going to do today. These are the things I'm going to make sure I get done. All those things are laid out. And regardless of how you feel, uh, you know, I, was it Dre or somebody was talking about the, the I think it was Dre, it was talking about the going to the gym. And, and, you know, in two weeks, there's going to be all these people in the gym, elbow to elbow, because they're going to have all these New Year's resolutions, which are great. I love New Year's resolutions. Go ahead and make them. But just know you have to set traps for yourself. You know, in the past, it hasn't worked out. And for most people, it's not going to work out. You know, I talk a lot about the 80-20 rule. Uh, and Dre, Dre broke it down even more because I'll, I'll say you know, there's an 80-20 rule. And for those 20 people, there's another 80-20 rule. And then for those people, there's another 80-20 rule. Uh, Dre was talking about, you know, you break it down to 5, 15, 80, or even 1, 4, 15, 80. So for those who didn't hear that, he was saying, you know, people once people get to 65 years of age, 1% uh, are wealthy, uh, 4% are, are, are doing okay, 15% uh, are still working, and the other 80% are either dead, broke, or having to survive off you know, assistance from the government or family. That's the 80-20 rule, you know, and that's, that's something you, you can look at in all parts of your life, and you can go through that, and it's going to work out for everything, meaning most people aren't going to be successful, and it's not because they don't have the tools. You know, we'll, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, like wisdom versus knowledge, you don't, it's not because they don't have the tools. It's not because they can't, you know, uh, an unfair advantage or, or anything else. For the most part, you know, there's always uh, obviously, you know, uh, you know uh, exception to the rule. But for the most part, it's the reason is most people aren't going to do the work. They're not going to apply themselves. 
Uh, and I'll go a little more into that when I'm talking about the Andrew Tate and, and how those guys, you know, looked at Andrew Tate. And uh, that's why some of the things I'll, I'll disagree with them, even though they're making valid points, uh, they're kind of looking at it the wrong way. You know, so, so we have that wisdom versus knowledge. Um, but that really comes back to that identity versus role, too, because how you see yourself and in, in going into these things and in going into different roles you know, so, so we look at our roles. I'm, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a friend, you know, I'm a business owner, all these different roles that, that I, I fulfill. How does my identity feel in those roles? You know, some I'm much more comfortable with uh, and some I'm not that comfortable with. You know, when I had to fill this role, uh, maybe because I don't have the knowledge, I didn't take the time to, you know, really, you know, learn the things that I should in certain parts of business, you know, and that's why you can hire the people to do that and hire other people for those roles and, and you just go you know, lean into your strengths and, and, and go through all those things. But if you look at your identity and if anybody wants to unmic or if you want to, you know, say in the chat, what are some of the things if you guys have that low identity, you know, so again, we go to one to 10 and you're down there in a one, two, three, like really bad, low identity. What are some of the things or problems you think could arise from that? You know, if you, if you have a low identity, a low self-worth, um, what are some of the things that could hold you back from having that low self-worth? Nobody? No thoughts on that? That's okay. I'll keep going. Um, but so if you, if you have that low self-worth and you have that those issues around there, then that role is going to suffer, whatever it is. So I'll, I'll give you an example. So I, was, uh, I had a problem with my Jeep uh, this weekend. My, my daughter took my Jeep. We both have Jeeps. Her radio is broken. So she takes the, my Jeep because my radio is working. And she's driving over to a friend's house. She's, she's home on winter break from college. So she's going to visit some friends, driving over there. And she leaves. I'm like, all right, nice. I'm going to go get my, my comfy clothes on. I'm going to go hang out with my wife. And we're probably going to watch a Hallmark movie. So I'm upstairs changing and get my comfy clothes on. My phone rings. And I see it's my daughter. And I know right away there's an issue because she wasn't gone <laughs> 10 minutes. Why is she calling me? So I pick it up. I'm like, hey, what's up? And she said, there's something wrong with your Jeep. The, the light is on, and there's steam coming out of the, the hood. I was like, well, well, that's not good. So, again, this is a role I'm not comfortable with. You know, when, when it comes to technology and when it comes to other things like that, I'm very comfortable. If you put a hammer in my hand, you should probably run the opposite way. I'm not the handiest of people. Again, could, could I do a better job of that? Absolutely. It's just that's not something I'm passionate about. It's not something I will spend time on. Uh, there, there are people out there that that is what they do and they're great at it and they're passionate about it. So I will hire them to do it. I always say the best tool in my toolbox is my phone so I can call someone else and they can come do what I need done. So, but I also have the role as a father and now my daughter is in trouble and needs me. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get my clothes back on and, and, and head out and we'll, we'll, we'll do it. So I go down and tell my wife and she's like, you want me to come? I was like, you know, it's a good idea. I'll take her Jeep. You drive your car because I don't know what's going to happen when I get there. I'm hoping I can at least get my Jeep to the point where I can bring it home, sit in my driveway. We'll be okay. So as I'm driving over there, she, she had already sent me a picture. So I, I see the one light that's on is the battery. It's, it's the battery. I, I, I know enough to know, okay, that's the battery light. Like, that's kind of weird. The battery light's on and there's steam. I'm like, I, I don't really know how those connect. So I call my friend Pete, who is my mechanic who has the, the, both the wisdom and the knowledge. 
Um, so I said, Pete, here's what's going on. I sent him the picture. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, what probably happened? You probably broke a belt. And the belt broke um, the, the water pump. And that caused, you know, there, there's probably all wet in the engine. And the alternator is having issues because it got wet. And that, that's why that light's coming on. I'm like, okay. See, right away, boom. He knew, he knew what it was. He didn't, you know, he, he's like, oh, yep, see it all the time. That, that's what I do. So, so, okay, I get there. I'm thinking, I see, he's like, when you get there, look for a broken belt. You know, and again, I'm just getting there thinking, can I just get it home in my driveway? We've got three cars right now. I can let it sit there for, for this whole week and even worry about it after the holidays if, if I have to. I'm not, not, I'm not, you know, that upset about it other than I just want to, you know, make sure I can get it, you know, get it off the road and get, get it somewhere. So worst case, I'm going to call AAA. They're going to tow it. So I get there and I open up the, the hood, like, you know, like you know, being, being the, being the dad and, and being the guy, I'm like, okay, I'm going to look under the hood. Don't know idea what I'm looking for other than maybe a broken belt. Open up, look at it. There's no broken belt, but I finally see as I'm looking, there's a part that looks like it's popped off that should be, you know, one hose should be going in the other hose. And it has one of those little metal, metal clamps with the screw on it. So once you put the hose on there, you can tighten it down with that. And I send my friend Pete the picture. I'm like, I think this is the issue. And he's like, yeah, he's like, that's definitely the issue. He's like, all right, what you need to do is probably because it got cold out. It, it probably just, you know, got um, loose. And once the pressure was in there, it popped off. So it's, it's like one of those things you see in the movies where all of a sudden you're like, wow, I can just go in. It's like, oh, your hose is loose here. Let me let me put that back on. That's actually what it was. You know, so I still had to go through a couple couple steps there. So we had to go to the, the store because, again, I didn't bring any tools with me because I didn't really think about this. This is not the role I normally fill. But I went from very being very uncomfortable and in, in going into this to like, wow, I, I can actually do this. Um, but my identity was always up high because I know, like, look, now what's going to, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to get my daughter in her Jeep. She can go on her way. We've got the other car. I, 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 you know, no matter what, I'll figure out a way to do this. So identity wise, I was okay. I was just really uncomfortable in that role. Uh, so, so, you know, if I had an identity, like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. We can't do that. You know, going into this, even if I was, had some, some knowledge of that role, that could go wrong, you know. So, so that is that that IR theory. When you, when you go into those things and figure that out, but I was able to go to Lowe's, get the stuff I needed, tighten it back on, started. You know, I filled up the little uh, reserve tank, uh, not knowing I have to actually fill up the radiator as well because that hose popped off. Everything sprayed out all over. Uh, so I started driving. It was still hot. I called Pete, my friend Pete, and he's like, "Oh no, you got to fill the radiator too." I was like, "Oh okay." So I stopped and. Let that cool down so it doesn't – I know, again, knew enough to not take that lid off while, while it's hot and get sprayed by uh, hot water. So took that off, filled it up, boom, everything was fine. So I'm still not going to drive that Jeep anywhere long distance until I have Pete look at it, but everything was working. It was, ba- it was back to working, and everything was, was good. And I re- f- fulfilled that role, so my identity was even higher at that point. But those are those things, you know, Ramon talked earlier about the, uh, the cable and the, the TSSR cable and not really knowing that um, and what that meant and, and what that is all about. You know, we were just talking about the roadcaster and, and, and the crossover here, and that's one of those cables that you need for my roadcaster. You know, so if I'm going to plug in my roadcaster to the computer, I need that cable. So again, I know I need a cable and I have a whole bunch of cables. So when I was started setting this up, I had a cable that I thought needed to go in there. Uh, and I used that cable, and it still wasn't working. So a lot of you know Triple J, and he was the one who said, "No, no, you, you got to use this type of cable because you need the audio going two ways." 
So again, I kind of kind of like Ramon said earlier when he was telling his story, I learned that. So I knew I knew the 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 knowledge of yeah, I need a cable to go in here and it goes in the computer. But the wisdom is what really makes it different. You know, we we have access to all the information that we need to be able to build a business, to be able to improve ourselves, to be able to go through all those things. All that if you have a smartphone or a computer, you have access to all of it. Uh, you know, and, and that's, you know, a lot of times people are like, well, there's, there's all this free information out there. There's all these things you can take advantage of. Uh, and I'm going to play a couple of clips from the Lex Freeman, and that's kind of what these guys were talking about. And I agree with that. Absolutely. All the information you need is out there. The problem is, do you know how to apply it? Do you know really what to do with that information? And you can figure that out over time and go through and fail and, and do a bunch of things wrong, and that would work. But you can also learn a lot quicker and fold time by learning from other people, by being part of these communities, you know, by, by, by reaching out to people that, hey, that's not what I do well, but I know these people over here do it. You know, and again, going back to uh, BWC Prime. I am Optimus Prime. That's going to be part of that. Ramon talked about that earlier. So it's going to be that community. You can go in there. You can find people. And so this is what they do. And, and he's going to expand a little more outside of what's just on here in Clubhouse. You know, I would say you can go you can go back to the replays. You can go to podcast. But that BWC Daily is a game changer. If you're not using that, not looking at that, it's such a great tool because all the things that people are talking about are going to be on there. And it's going to be a great little synopsis of it. So you can go on there and say, "Wow, I really want to, you know, be part, you know, uh, be part of that, or I want to learn about this thing, or I want to go through all that, you know." And you don't have time to listen to all those things, but when you go to BWC Daily and you can quickly read through all those and say, "Oh, wow, that's something really interesting. I need to go back and learn more about that." And now you're going to go back to that replay or the podcast, and, and you're going to, you know, go follow that person on Instagram, whatever it is, to go more into that. You know, so so that's the that part of those communities, the, the the good part, those things that you can build on there. You know, there's a lot of communities out there that use use Discord now. You know, so so you have you know, the, this Discord where you can go in and, and we're talking about what Clubhouse is doing, the, the updates there, uh, how people are building these communities there, and, and being able to share this, you know, talk about things and, and have ongoing conversations. You know, that that's what Discord is. You know, and you have a lot of people that have mentorship programs. And building those things, and you can be able to go in there and connect with them. And uh, I was just listening to Jesse Itzler uh, the other day, and he does a calendar club every year. And he knows. He's like, listen, I'm a father of four, or at four or five. Um, you know, him and his wife are bo- both very successful. Um, so so money-wise, they're good. But he's like, you know, you still lose the time. You know, the time is the ultimate winner. So there's only so much time I have in fulfilling my roles. And I know I can't go around and do one-on-one coaching with people. But he came, he came up with this mentorship program, and he'll do a live Zoom every quarter and, and different things there. So, so there's a lot of clubs and, acti- and things like that that you can join. You know? And obviously his, his costs money, and there's other ones that cost money, and some that are free. But you, you have to go into it, and you have to figure out why you want to be part of it. And, and the biggest thing I can tell you is take out the emotion from it. You know, I, you, you might see someone who has this, you know, this person, I, I follow this person, this person's great, and I want to be part of this community because it's their community. And I agree with that because you listen to that person and the way they explain things to you makes sense. You know, so, so Sally could, could say something, explain it to you, and then Monica could say, you know, explain the same thing, 
and you might understand Monica's explanation, and Sally was like, I was totally confused, or vice versa, because they're going to communicate differently. You know, we, we, we have different ways that we communicate with people. And on a side note here, you know, you have audiovisual and uh, kinesthetic that you, you can, you know, people communicate with. So when you're trying to learn something or go through something, you know, you should really learn how people communicate. You know, so, so an audio person, and, and, and here's, a, here's a, a way to cheat a little bit. When you're talking with people, and this is kind of like that red car theory. You know, if, if I say, hey, look for a red car, now you can see red cars everywhere. But if you start to talk to people and you'll hear them give you some clues, like when you're trying to explain something, they'll say, hey, you know what? I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I hear what you're saying on that. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. If they use that hear what you're saying, that means they can, you know, audio. That's their communication style. If they say, I see the point you're trying to make because they're visually taking that information and that's why they're saying, I see what you're trying to do. So they're better with video. You know, if you, if you said, hey, I can you know, teach you something by giving you a book or giving you video, 10 out of 10, I'm going to go with video. But I also understand, and there's a reason I'm, I'm making a point about this book, there's also a reason why I know we should still read books. We should still sit there because that's a different skill level, and you're 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 activating different parts of your brain and, and the way you're you're taking in that information versus watching a video. The kinesthetic is is more of the feeling and the emotion of communication. So that that person could say, "I I feel what you're saying there. I, I feel that, that that part of that." <clears throat> Excuse me, one sec. Good thing about the roadcaster is you have that call button too. <clears throat> so. There are three different ways that, you know, we, we communicate and we get these things across to people. But again, when you're going into these communities, and, and I'm going to kind of go into a little bit about Andrew Tate and, and what's going on with F, FTX and SPF and, you know, just some of these communities overall, don't go in emotional. Don't, don't look at it from an emotional standpoint because whether you want to grow your business or grow yourself as a person, if you go into this emotionally – you will not make the decisions correctly because you're not going to look at it the way you should. And when you go in with emotions, that can mess up your judgment. That can, that can you know, you're not going to look, you're going to look at it from rosy glasses or you're going to look at it from a cynical negative viewpoint because you're letting the emotional in rather than saying, Hey, you know what? This, this is great. This is, you know, I'm going to get this out of this and this is going to help me grow. Instead, you're going to be like, no, no, I'm, I'm part of this, and, and, and we see it with, like, crypto, and that's what I'm going to talk a little about, you know, FTX. We see it with the crypto communities, and we see these other communities where are you in this to make money and, and do things over here, or are you in this because you want to be part of this community, and you're going to, you're going to go down with the ship? Even if this thing doesn't work out, you're going to be loyal to the end. And there's some, some great things about that when you, when you have that loyalty and you have those things. But when you're doing it from a standpoint of trying to make money, uh, trying to build a business, all those things, that most times that emotion, that's not going to be a positive thing. It's going to be a negative thing. You know, so looking at that and then looking at those, those communication styles, those things all, all really go, you know, hand in hand with that because there, there's different ways uh, to communicate, you know. So, so if you look at um, – the styles of communication, you know, you can be, you know, you can be assertive, you can be aggressive, you can be passive aggressive, you can be submissive, or you can be manipulative. So those are the five ways to do that. So um, when you're emotional, most or all of those can be affected by that. You know, 
um, you know, if you have a low eyesight, if you have that, that, that low identity, if you have that self-worth is not there the way it should be, you're not going to be a good at assertive communication. You know, so, so I'll give you an example here. So I have a, a client that I'm working with who has a startup and it's a SaaS model. And there, there's, you know, other people that I know that I've worked with in the past have brought me in to help them. So they've been working with this person not getting paid, but, but doing, you know, reselling, you know, so, so they're helping with the sales part. So they're getting, they're getting commission on the things that they sell, but they're not getting paid any kind of, you know, consulting fee or any kind of salary from this person. And I came in and was helping them. I was getting paid because uh, I don't do things for free, but, but also I was doing more, you know, beyond, beyond just the sales part of it. I was helping them with process and other things that went into it. So they got a little bit, um, been out of shape when, when they found out I was getting paid, but I was explaining to them like, well, guys, we're, we're doing different things here. You know, I'm, I'm spending my time and, and effort in doing this. And, um, and ultimately even with both of them and him, I had to explain, and, and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of ways to tell the story, but I'm sure you, you know, you, most of you have heard a story like this where uh, a factory gets shut down and they can't do any work and everyone's sitting around looking at each other. Like, what do we do? They're all, they're all panicking because they're losing money. Uh, every, every minute that the factory's not running, people aren't doing stuff. What are we going to do? So they call an engineer in, and he takes a look around and says, okay. And he opens up a panel, sees a screw, turns the screw with a screwdriver, boom, everything's back up and running. And he's like, oh, great, everyone's happy, the business is back up. And he's like, thanks, okay, that'll be $10,000. And they're like, whoa, 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 $10,000, you just turned a screw. It's like, you're going to have to send me an invoice for that. I, you know, I can't just give you $10,000 for that without you know, getting an invoice and, and getting that approved. He's like, okay, fine, I'll send you an invoice. So the invoice comes over. And it's $1 for turning the screw. It's $9,999 for knowing what to do and how to do it. You know, so again, that goes back to that wisdom versus knowledge, you know. So when you're working with somebody and, and doing things that you may think is simple or they might even think it's simple, but you have that wisdom, that knowledge, that experience, all of that is worth something, you know. So, so I had to explain to, to the people that brought me in, like, this is why I'm getting paid and for, for doing what I'm doing. But ultimately, he got to the point where it's a startup, and he doesn't have a lot of money, and he wanted them to do more work. And he, and he want, you know, we're, so we're having communications around that. Uh, and, and at one point, he was also offering a sales position to, to somebody else, and he was going to pay her $5,000 a month. Um, and they got a little bent out of shape on that, too. That one I understood a little more, but I also explained to them, yeah, that's not going to happen because I, I quickly told him, you don't have the money to do that. I knew where he was and uh, as a startup and the position he was in. But these guys were already emotional about that. So their communication style went very passive-aggressive. and went very confrontational. When, when we'd be on calls, there were very short answers from both sides. Um, <clears throat> and they, they were trying to work something out, and I, I broke it down. I was like, listen, the, the sales is going to be different than the other services you provide, and you have to break those differently. You have to say, look, this is the time I'm going to spend in sales, and you're getting paid for that because you're going to get commission. You know, so so that's taken care of. But the other things, the meetings he wants you to be a part of, uh, the process he wants you to help with, the input, all those things over here, that's where you're going to charge money for that. Now he doesn't have money right now. You know, and we already know that going into it because it's a startup, and he's just trying to get to the point where he has a certain amount of monthly recurring revenue, being a SaaS model. And once he has that, he can go ahead and uh, get some investors in. Then, then he'll have money. So we're trying to get to the point where we get these sales coming in and we, we hit these numbers. So I say then break these things down, say this is what we would normally charge you right now. 
whether it's 5,000 a month, 10,000 a month, whatever it is, that's fine. Break that down and say, but I know you don't have that. So the only thing he has of value right now is a percentage of his company. So in lieu of paying me, I'm going to ask you to give me the value of the company percentage-wise in that. So that's, you know, then we had to talk about, you know, value in a company. Someone talked about Shark Tank earlier, and I was using that. It's a simple way of doing it, but know your numbers. You know, like you have to look at the numbers to say what's the value of the company. Now, there's a lot more that goes into, especially when you're getting investors and other things I'm, I'm not going to go into now. But for this this um, story and, and for the for communicating between these guys, that, that did make the most sense. He was definitely overvaluing the company, and he was talking about giving them 0.25% and – they were looking for five percent, so there was a, there was a big difference there. Uh, so we finally got to the point where I I was telling them, "Hey guys, go through, put this out, lay out the amount of money, and see what percentage he comes out come back with." But because they were so emotional and to the point where they weren't communicating well, they eventually just came back and said, "Yeah, we can't work with you because you're you're not being reasonable." And they never gave him the the ability to to be reasonable. They never came, you know, gave him the ability to 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 go ahead and say, "Hey, this is what we're going to do, and this is what we're going to pay you," because that emotion got in there. So those those guys are not going to work anymore together. You know, even though it would have been a really good fit, and I think they all would have have succeeded from that um, because that emotion got in there. So that's why it's very important as to to kind of take that out of the scenario. And there was different things in there, and I understood why they would be, you know, upset about some of the things he had done and some of the way he communicated and vice versa. But when you get start to get that emotion in there and can't really step back to it, that's what's going to cause issues, right? So um, going into the, the communities now and, and talking a little bit more about, um, you know, I, I was driving home. I was driving my, my daughter home, and I listen to podcasts all the time. So I was listening to uh, the podcast, so Lex Friedman has a podcast, if you're not familiar. Really good podcast, does, does interviews on his podcast, and he had someone called CoffeeZilla, who has a YouTube channel, uh, who's a, an investigative reporter would, would be the, the easiest way to describe CoffeeZilla. Uh, a lot of times I agree with him. A lot of times I do not agree with him. He, you know, he'll attack people I think that there's, there's no justification for, um, but there's a whole sub subsection of people on YouTube that's what they do. They, they they look into things. They investigate things. Most of them just copy, you know, people like CoffeeZilla who, who do the, the, the work. But they'll talk about, um, you know, things that are going on in the financial industry or uh, in different, you know, different things uh, a lot with NFTs and, and Bitcoin and crypto and, and all those things and expose people or either coming up with communities that are they're really just stealing money from people because there's no value there. Or they'll expose, you know, things that are going on financially and, and, and in those markets. So, again, I don't totally agree with some of the things that they would say there. So, so I'm going to play a couple of clips here, and then, and then I can talk about the clip. So here's here's the first clip. They'll kind of explain who Andrew Tate is for for those who don't know. This is uh, Andrew Tate. Yeah, uh, somebody that I'm very likely to talk with. So sure. for people who have been telling me that I'm too afraid to talk to Andrew Tate, first of all, let, let me just say. I'm not af afraid to talk to anyone. It's just that certain people require preparation and you have to like allocate your life in such a way that you want to prepare properly for them. Sure. And so you have to kind of think uh, who you want to prepare for. Because I have other folks that have more power than this particular figure that I'm preparing for. So you have to make sure you uh, allocate your time wisely but i do think he's a very influential person uh that raises questions of what it means to be a man in the 21st century um 
And that's a very important and interesting question because young people look up to philosophers, to influencers about what it means to be a man. They look up to Jordan Peterson. They look up to Andrew Tate. They look up to others, to other figures. I think it's important to talk about that, to uh, think what does it mean to be a good man in the society? Of course, in the other gender, there's the same question. What does it mean to be a good woman? I think obviously the bigger question is what does it mean to be a good person? So overall, that I was very much, you know, uh, um, um, I agreed with what he was saying there. Um, so when when you look at those things, but again, he was, you know, he didn't really get into the the part yet of, and I'll play another clip here in a second, of what Andrew does and why, but but he plays off that emotion. So so those who don't know, um, he he's very um, controversial. You know, he, he puts things out there that. And he knows that, and he, and he puts these things out there. And, again, I am not defending Andrew Tate, not a big fan of, of the guy. So uh, I'll give you one example. Here's a tweet that he put out, and he said, Reading books is for losers who are afraid to learn from life. So often they try and learn from life others have lived. But you never really learn unless you lived it. You must feel it, believe it. Books are a total waste of time, education for cowards. So, needless to say, I don't agree with his assessment there because, again, that goes back to, you know, the, the, the knowledge and learning those things. You know, you, you can make an argument about now, take, have the wisdom to apply that, um, and that goes into it. But uh, my reply back to him was, well, you just told people don't join your community because it's the same thing. You, you can just replace book with the videos that he put together in his community that he charges people for. Uh, and you have the same issue, you know, like, yeah, you're, you're still going to learn from someone else. But, yes, ultimately, you have to go out there. You have to apply those things and you have to do that. So and again, that's where we take that emotion out of there and we take all those things and we look at these communities, you know, in and of themselves and say, what is really going to be in this for me? What am I getting out of it? What can I bring to the community? You know, if you go into something like this, don't just say, what can I get out of it? That is a big part of it. But also, what can you bring to the community? What, what do you bring into it? Because that's going to help not only the community, but it's going to help you to grow as a leader and to go through these things. So <clears throat> this next clip, you know, CoffeeZilla then talks about his problem with it and, and, and some of the community that, that he put together. Andrew Tate had this affiliate program where if you sold Hustlers University to somebody else, which sounds like something people would boomers would put on Facebook in like 2010. Like I went to Hustlers University, um, School of Hard. By the way, you were a member of Hustlers University. So. Yeah, I joined. I joined. I became a hustler. That's that's in large part due to my why I'm so successful is because of my Hustler University membership. I'm just kidding. Um, but so it's an affiliate program. So you'd sell like I sell to you this fifty dollar course, and I make like five dollars, and Andrew Tate in perpetuity makes fifty dollars a month off of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. What does this course actually sell, right? Because ultimately he's selling the dream. He's selling, hey, the matrix has enslaved you. He's really gone down this like neo rabbit hole. Um, so the matrix has enslaved you. Your life is controlled by these people who want to keep you like kind of weak, you know, lazy, whatever. You need to break out and you need to achieve the, the new dream, which is sort of like hustling your way to the top. You don't need the antiquated systems of, of school. You can just pay me $50 a month and I will teach you everything. Okay, so what do you actually get? Well, and why is it a scam? So you actually, I think it's just a scam in terms of like value and like you're selling based on these completely unrealistic things. He's like, let's get rich. Okay. 
So it was very interesting that he got into, well, the value's not there because he's just, he's just putting together things that you already know, taking information that's already available, and you can go out and find it. And he's just, you know, so there's no value there. There's nothing there. And this is where I will completely disagree with him. Because, again, when I went back to saying, okay, if Sally's explaining something versus Monica or somebody else, you need to go in and say, okay, how are they, how are they communicating this information? What is the information? Will this information help me? But how is that going to be done overall? Is this the best community for me? Because, again, going back to Andre talked about that, you know, the, the 80-20 rule or breaking it down to 5-15-80, uh, you know, you're having the same thing. Now, there, there's going to be people out there that succeed regardless. You know, they're going to find the information. They're going to go ahead and do that. So when you look at these communities, you know, are you going in? Look, if you're, if you're going in just to be part of a community and, and to meet new people, and just to be part of this and you like that, that's fine. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about looking at these communities from a standpoint of I'm going to build my business or I'm going to improve myself and doing that. And that's where you need to really take that emotion out of it. That's where you really need to look at it from a standpoint of being very critical and saying, will this help me? Will this be the, the, the vehicle that to get me to where I want to go? Uh, you know, so, so in the next clip, he kind of expands a little more about his – dislike or disdain for, for uh, Andrew Tate. Behind the paywall, it's nothing of substance. You're not going to learn to get rich by escaping the matrix and going to work for Jeff Bezos. Fulfillment mm -hmm. by Amazon is not escaping the matrix, right? Like that's not the way to hustle to the top. It's literally a field of making money that everyone in the world has access to. If you want to differentiate yourself and make money, the first thing you realize is Going into skill sets that literally anyone with an internet account can do is a bad way to do that because you have to have some differentiating factor to add value. So it's just such a obvious and complete scam because there is no value to this like so-called education. The professors are crap. So this one was really interesting because CoffeeZilla has made a living off of doing a YouTube channel. And last I looked, all of us have access to do a YouTube channel. So anyone here can start a YouTube channel right now. If you don't already have one, if you don't have one, I recommend doing it. So go on, start a YouTube channel, and figure out what you want that channel to be. Like I said, there, there's you know the, there's people like this that are going on and talking about people that are you know schemers or talking about different uh, things that didn't work out, financial issues, all those things. There's also you know financial influencers that, that that talk about these things. There's also you know lifestyle influencers. You know we we know there there's so many different influencers. Figure out what your message wants to be. Here's the thing where he's wrong. Whether it's doing Amazon reseller, whether it's doing a YouTube channel, we already know that people are going to succeed at that. The ones that succeed are the ones that do the work. Period. Again, there's always exceptions to the rule, but the ones that succeed are the ones that do the work, and people don't like that. And a lot of times they'll look at different industries or different things and say, "Oh, this is such a scam because only you know only a few percent of the people make it." That's life. That is with anything. You can break down anything where there's going to be a certain percentage of people that succeed. That's why Dre brought that up and said, "Look, this is it. We already know." There's nothing stopping you from being the 1% except for yourself, except for you going through and doing the work and, and doing it consistently over time. That's where the issue comes in, where most people will start and won't finish and won't go through. And if you start something and like, hey, I'm really not passionate about it, all those things, 
that's very possible, and that, that could be true. But, again, that's where you need to take the emotion out of it because people get emotional about these things and say, oh, this is, uh, uh, you know, I can't, you know, I'm wasting time or, you know, yeah, yeah. And you start, you start finding reasons to say you can't do it. You start searching for people to tell you, yeah, man, most people don't, don't be, and they're not successful in that. Most people aren't successful, period. Including, you know, even in this room, I talk about the age 20 rule in this room. It's the numbers are probably a little more skewed because you have people in this room that are looking to advance themselves, their career, personally, all those things, and, and doing it on a regular daily basis when they're in here. The reason we're all, most of us are in here is for the community, is for the learning, to, and to do all those things. So this room might skew a little different. But I got a news for you guys. It's not going to be a much. It's not going to be much different. It's really going to break down to eighty twenty. Most of the people in this room will not succeed. And it's not because you can't. It's just going to be because you don't do the work. You know, you really have to, you know, most people lie to themselves. And that's what I was telling these guys earlier when I talked about the, the client. I'm like, guys, you haven't done as much work as you thought you have. Because once I started looking at it, and again, they didn't have the numbers to where they should. They didn't, you know, they weren't putting things in CRM and they weren't doing other things that they should have done where I could have really broke it down with science. But if you're not tracking things, you're not working as hard as you should be, period. I already know that. I can say that about myself and everybody else. That's how I know that. That's why you need to track things. That's why I need to write things down. Because if you're not doing that, you are not working as hard as you think you are. We, we all kid ourselves and they're like, yeah, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm working so hard. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. You're not. And you need to stop that. And that's where these communities can be positive. That's where you can go into you know, having a mentor, having these things in place that you can have these traps to do it. But it starts with you doing the work and tracking the work and having all those things to be able to do it. Because if you don't, the best mentor in the world can't help you. They're going to be like, well, what are you doing? And if you can't give an answer or you can't like sit down and show these things, I can only take you so far. As a business coach and I work with clients, I'm like, Hey, here's the biggest problem, guys. You don't have the numbers to show me. You know, it goes back to you know, know your numbers, whether it's you know looking for investors or, or know your numbers or what, how you're trying to succeed and going through all those things. If you don't know it, I I can't help you. Nobody can help you. You know, so that's that's the part where it starts with you. So I get two more two more clips I want to play from, from these guys about uh, Andrew Tate. My problem is I have a deep like I have a deep issue with the like lust and greed that centers all these things it's like this glorification of wealth equals status wealth equals good person wealth and bugatti equals you are meaningful you matter and like the dark underlying thing is that none of that none of that matters like none it matters that you make a decent living but past just like that i think the like lust for more stuff and the idolization of these people that is just like opulence is a net bad. So, so that one I totally agree with again, as a Christian and, and as someone who, you know, looks at, looks at life differently, um, you know, the, the older I get and, and, and things I go through, I, I look at life differently than I had when I was you know younger. Uh, I agree with that, but I also know my younger self would not agree with that. And, and that, that's the important part there. You know, that, that's a big slam where, you know, you'll see people, um, you know, people will slam like Grant Cardone in, in his private jet, or you, or you see these guys stand next to their Ferraris, you know? So one separate out, like do these guys just rent a Ferrari and they're taking pictures and, and uh, that, that's how they're, they're showing this stuff versus someone like a Grant who, who owns a jet. Um, so that one, you know, look at it that way. But the other thing is, you know, if you look beyond what, you know, so he has a Bugatti is, is, is the car that, that he loves, you know? And, and he's like, you know, that's, that's stupid. Who cares? And I, 
agree with that to a certain level because I'm not a big car guy. I, I, I have my Jeep. I'll always have a Jeep. I love my Jeep. So, But I'm not a big car guy or, or those things, but I know some people are driven by that. So if I'm mentoring somebody or if I'm going through this and I'm like, man, what, you know, what do you really want to do? I want to get a Porsche. I'm not going to be like, a Porsche, that's stupid. Why do you want a Porsche? You know how much the insurance is on those things and everything else? I'm, you know, if I, I could say that, but what's the point? I'm, I'm not, you know, they might be on page one and I'm down here on page 100. I'm not, if I try to bring them where I am, where I'm like, hey, man, I, I want to be able to, you know, give away 90% and live on 10% instead of just giving away 10% of, of my income. You know, well, they're not there yet. They want the Porsche, you know, so, so meet people where they are, you know, and meet people, you know, in, in that. So, so when you look at these communities and everything else, it's, it's okay to use those things to be able to bring people ultimately where you think um, they should be, you know, because in your community, you're teaching them and you're doing that. And for, for me, it's, you know, agreeing what they said there, but also meeting people at the, at, at where they're at, you know, and, and not just dis- dismissing someone's dream or, or someone else's vision of what they want or where they want to be because i think that's dumb because you know why you know why i want to spend all that money on a car you know there's people out there starving uh you know you can give the money away ultimately i want to try to get people there when i when i mentor them or i work with them and and i started to do that but i'm not going to try to do that from from out of the gate because then you're just going to blow people out and you're going to lose people so at the very end of the podcast this is the last clip i'll play from them uh even even though these two are both you know Again, type investigative journalist and and do a lot of this stuff and have a lot of cynicism. Ultimately, this is how they ended the podcast, or or at least this clip of the podcast. It, it, there there's components to a fulfilling life that uh, is important to sort of educate young people about. Totally, but at the same time, feeding the dream is saying take big risks. Sure, and you, the little you that has no evidence of ever being great can be great because there's evidence time and time again of people that come from very humble beginnings and doing incredible things that change the world. Yeah. And there's just a tremendous, like funny thing where you can't become great without having a willful denial of the statistics. Like in some ways you have to take the chance, even if that chance is so improbable and it's always those people who did take that chance who end up winning. So I agree. So at some point, they know you have to take that chance. You have to say, you know what? It doesn't matter if everyone has access to, to being an Amazon reseller or a YouTube uh, channel or uh, being a coach, whatever it is, got to take that chance, and you have to put the statistics aside, and you just have to say, I'm going to go for it, and I'm going to put everything I am and everything I can be into it to be able to succeed and go through that. You know, so, so when you're looking, again, looking at these communities and looking at these things, and obviously I'm going to tell you, make sure you are part of – BWC Daily and, and Prime. I am Optimus Prime. That will be coming out. But if you know, if you look at other communities and look at all these things, make sure you look at it from 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 that standpoint, guys. Make sure you look at it. You know, put the emotion aside. You know, uh, I'll give you some just you know quick quick list here of things to kind of look for and think about when you're going into to to these things because you're going to see it a lot going towards the end of the year or, or you know a new year a new you in, in 2023 and going through all those things and, and it's all great and and it's part of that you know and help having people help you there to me the biggest thing would be accountability you know you, you want to find something that can hold you accountable um that's that's always the biggest thing because you have that whether it's a friend whether it's a group you have that accountability where you know someone's going to be there whether it's you know I'm not going to go to the gym today, but you know there's somebody going to be on the end of that. Like, hey, did you go to the gym today? What happened? You said you're going to go to the gym today. Why weren't you there today? 
You know, so accountability is always a huge, huge part for me. That, that's the most important for anything of these. But some of the other things to look at, you know, they should identify your needs and your strengths. You know, what, what are your strengths? What are the things you need, you know, you can lean into? And what are the needs there? What are the things that, you, you know, you, again, going back to that role, those roles you can't fulfill because either you don't have the knowledge or you don't want the knowledge. Um, what, are, what are those needs? So what, where, where are you lacking? Where, where are your blind spots, you know? So in doing that, they'll share room for improvement. You know, there, there's always room for improvement. Even if you think, hey, this is the role I'm the best at, you can always get better at it. You can always improve. You know, it's just getting that 1% better every day, you versus you kind of thing. Uh, you know, uh, a, a group or, or that mentor should gain your trust and respect. And it goes, as I said, I just went back to that of, you know, knowing who these people are and really what they stand for. Um, you know, I didn't really get into the FTX SBF thing, but that, you know, the whole thing with, uh, uh, the crypto exchange and, and Sam Bank Friedman and, and you know he's most likely going to jail and there's been congressional hearings. If you guys aren't familiar with that, make sure you get familiar with that because that's going to affect your life uh, in a big way. Because the, what's going to come out of that with digital assets, whether it be Bitcoin, digital dollars, those things that all of this is going, you know, this is this is a catalyst to really you know some things that are going on right now um, that are going to come from that. But again, you go back to. People were putting this money somewhere that if they really looked at it, they knew it was a gamble. They knew they really shouldn't, but you had that emotion and you had to, you know, whether it's trying to get that, that get rich quick emotion or I'm part of this community, you know what, SBF, he knows what he's doing, you know, and that's where that emotion can, can betray you. That that's where, you know, if you're not taking the step back or not asking other people like, Hey, am I right here? Am I missing something? Uh, so if you have somebody that gains your trust and respect and you can have those conversations, you can say, you know what, maybe, I, you know, maybe this isn't the best idea, you know, and, and here's why. And you sit there and again, you write things down, you, you know, you, you figure that out. So you're not just saying I'm, I'm doing it no matter what. You, you look at it from a logical standpoint. Um, there's always going to be that emotion because you need that to, to drive you through and to do those things. But you just have to be able to tamper it somehow and, and have those other people over there uh, that, you know, another thing that has relevant knowledge and skills for that. You know, that's another, another point. Make sure they have the knowledge and skill sets for what you want to do. You know, are they where you want to be? You know, that, that's all we say. Find someone who's where you want to be. Emulate what they did. You know, that's an easy way to do things. It doesn't always work out, and, and it might not be the best, but you can learn from them if they have those relevant knowledge and skills to be able to drive you to not only, you know, improve yours, but they could even learn a little bit from you. That, that, that relationship, and I, I talk about this, again, from, from as a Christian, you know, I talk about this from uh, – a Paul and Timothy standpoint, and it's a reading I did at both my brother and, and father's funeral um, where he was a mentor, you know, and I always say, you know, for, for you know, Timothy had Paul as a mentor, but he went on to, to mentor other people, but you should always have that relationship. You should always be a Paul and be a Timothy, you know, always learning from someone else and then always turn around and being a mentor and helping other people learn uh, and doing that. Uh, so another thing, make sure you have someone, you know, that's going to listen and take time to, to figure out those things. You know, don't, don't just hear what I'm saying, but listen to it. You know, take the time. We have, we have two ears, one mouth. There's a reason for that. We should be listening a lot more and then take some time to reflect and figure these things out and say, okay, yeah, does this, does this make sense? You know, and, and walk away from it for a little while, you know, go out and go out in the woods, walk around, get away from technology. You know, when, when you're trying to go through these things, don't, don't just rush into stuff. Again, that's where that emotion part comes in. Are these communities or mentor invested in your growth and development? You know, they're, they're going to put these things out there and, and, and turn, but, but they're, if they're really invested in that, or are they looking at that? Um, are there, is there reasons why they would want to see you succeed 
to be part of that, you know. So, so look at it from from that standpoint, you know. Um, so again, the the one of the biggest things for anything is that relationships and those networks. And I'll, and I'll end on that point. Um, that's the big part of it, you know. So this is what that's why we're here in this room. That's why we have these different communities we can be part of. That's why you know BWC Prime. I am Optimus Prime. Will be coming out soon. So, uh, so you can continue to build those relationships, build those networks, take it off these platforms or any other platform that you're on. Make sure you're, you're bringing people off the platform, getting to know them in real life is the best, or at least connect with them on Zoom or over you know, text message or anything. These platforms come and go. Uh, don't depend on them, but you know, make sure the people that you meet and the relationships you're building, you're able, you'll be able to have over time uh, and take them off of here. So, uh, so I know I covered a lot, guys. That was my stream of consciousness uh, for today since uh, I had a Something else planned for half an hour, and then Super Mario had to cancel uh, last night, last minute. But I said, no problem. I got you covered, and I will go in there. So does anyone have any questions or any thoughts before uh, my good friend Crystal Lore comes up to share with us? Matt, this is Monica. Um, Hello, obviously, Monica. You, put a trem- hi, you put a tremendous amount of time into this segment. So I want to acknowledge, <clears throat> acknowledge you for that. It's not easy to carry a whole hour. Um, so awesome job on that and such Thank great you. points you brought up. I mean, just incredible, great points from all the way back to, you know, the whole Jeep situation <clears throat> with your car. And, um, I, I put in the chat, I was like, I know Pete. <laughs> oh, that's right. You do know Pete. Yes. Yeah, you know, Pete, my mechanic. Yes. Good old Pete. Yeah. What a good guy. Um, but you know, that whole thing about, about the difference between information and wisdom, right? It's exactly what you said, Pete or anybody who has a depth of experience can look at a situation with a completely different lens because it's like there's all this all these years of experience that synthesize through the lens they look through versus someone who is studied but not necessarily experienced they're limited and that is such a valuable thing to point out especially to those of us who are of a certain age we forget how much we know we forget how yes, much absolutely. experience we have until we come face to face with someone um, like we're mentoring somebody and and they have questions that we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. I remember being young and inexperienced. So many times we'll assume that people just we know those things. Everybody else must know them because it's so easy to yes. know. But no, we learned it over time and we learned it over you know through experience and other things that people haven't had yet. So absolutely. That's a great point. All right. It's 12. I'm going to shut up now. Thank you. Great segment. No, thank you, Monica, as always. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, please thank have you a, for everything. Thank you. Please have a blessed week. Enjoy your holidays, uh, whether it's Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or Christmas, whatever it is. Uh, Please take some time. Enjoy your families. Enjoy the time. Enjoy the next couple of weeks. 